I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Outdoor Ed with Dr. T, and this is a new show on CPL Radio, and I'm really excited to get this going, and uh, we are honored to have Dr. T herself at the mic, and uh, we're not going to call you Dr. T all the time, (laughs) but uh, um, we should probably introduce you and what you do, and Outdoor Ed, what does that mean? What are we talking about here? Yeah, well, welcome. thank you. I'm so (laughs) glad to be here. Um, So my name is... Thelma Heidel-Baker. I am the scientist in residence at the Cedarburg School District, and I work for River Edge Nature Center. So this is a really cool position um, that I'm in. I kind of get to do so many of the things that I love to do, working outdoors, uh, working with students and kids, teaching about our valuable natural resources outside. And I guess the big goal of what I do in this really unique position is to facilitate outdoor education, that's the name of the series, um, within the Cedarburg School District. So I work with teachers, I work with um, all the really amazing outdoor spaces that the Cedarburg School District has. We've got school forests, we've got prairies, we've got big open grassland areas, and so we work with, or I work with the teachers to try and get them to get their students outside. And I like to look for new opportunities to use my experiences or the teacher's interests um, to get their kids outdoors in new and novel ways. So just to back up a little bit here, so some of my passions and why I was really excited about this position is I'm an entomologist by training. Um, That's why I go Dr. T. I'm a... Like bugs. I'm a bug doctor. (laughs) If a bug has a cold, you know who to bring it to. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, sort of. That's right. So I love insects and 
they make the world go around, even if you don't like them. There is a lot that insects are responsible for, from um, healthy environments and pollination and soil health and all those different things. So I like to incorporate bugs into a lot of the things that I do, but realize not everybody necessarily is that excited about them. <laughs> but um, in, in that, uh, with this position and with me starting um, last year here, some really cool, unique opportunities came up. And one of them is one of the things I really want to highlight today. It is this opportunity that came up over at Westlawn Elementary School, one of the many schools I work with. And Westlawn has this really cool community partnership, partnership, I guess, with the church next door, with Faith Lutheran Church. And the students at Westlawn Elementary have been working with the church uh, alongside each other to help develop and upkeep their woods that's there. They call it the Westlawn Woods. So the students go out there, they help clean up the woods, they help mulch trails, they help they helped create their outdoor classroom that's over there, which is called Sanders Circle. The kids get outside, they get to learn about the natural environment. Really neat. Um, the church is super supportive of it, and it just ends up being this really amazing learning outdoor education opportunity. And the kids will tell you, I got to help mulch the trails. I got to do this hard work. And My kids never talk like that. <laughs> well, maybe not all of them do. But I definitely had students that were telling me how, how excited they were to be a part of it. So this is something that's been ongoing at um, Westlawn for quite a few years now. And so this past spring, a new opportunity arose where Faith Lutheran Church has the advantage of having a large property. Um, with it also comes not only just the woods, but they also have a very large lawn. And they have been looking for years to try and give more value to this lawn and plus reduce their need for mowing. And so it's basically this giant patch of grass that they're stuck with. It's a giant patch yeah, of grass. They just don't, didn't know what to do with. Okay, interesting. Exactly. Okay. And who really wants to mow all the time? So they decided to look into creating something a little bit more valuable ecologically um, to help support birds, bees, butterflies, whatever it may be. And... I just happened to come along at the right time when they were trying to figure out what they were going to do, and they wanted to put in a prairie. Well, my experience um, was working with, a prior to this position, was working for a pollinator conservation organization putting in pollinator habitat across the country. So this unique opportunity to be able to help a church that also is very in close partnership with a school that I work with um, was kind of a win-win situation. So... Starting this summer, we have been working on getting a two-acre pollinator habitat filled with native wildflowers um, to support pollinators, butterflies, birds, bees, whatever you may have it, right next to the church. And it is a really amazing project called Faith Community Pathways. And what's really unique about it is the church really wants to engage the community around. So that includes Westlawn Elementary, as well as all the residents that live around the church, and the city of Cedarburg, or anybody else who wants to come. So this really neat project is, is ongoing. Last week, uh, wildflowers got planted by me and some of the other um, people that they hired there at the church. And 
It you is. You can plant in this kind of uh, yeah. chilly, uh, you know, it's know. it's unpleasant. It is. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, you'd think most plants would not want to be growing at this time of the year. Well, yeah. they're actually not growing, but when it comes to native wildflower seeds, the kinds that grow in the prairies um, that we have here in the Midwest, this is the ideal time to actually seed them. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay. Because a lot of these seeds, they um, drop from the plants in the fall. And they need to go through a cold period in order for germination to even occur. So one of the plants that people are probably most familiar with is the milkweed. Mm-hmm. So milkweed sure, absolutely. is the plant that is the host plant for the monarch butterfly. Right, right. Yeah, so milkweed... Be- bees seem to like them too. Oh, bees do, <laughs> butterflies do, hummingbirds. We, we, my kids were devastated because they, they had heard that in school themselves when they, at a younger age. And they said, we have to put milkweed in to get uh, monarchs. All we ever got were bees and they, yeah. were, te- they were terrified. <laughs> it's okay, we're still doing a good thing. <laughs> yeah, well the butterflies, the, the caterpillars of the monarch butterflies, they eat the leaves so they're not usually even at the flowers so the flowers attract everything else which is really neat yeah yeah but those seeds for the milkweed can't grow unless they go through at least a month of cold period so Mm. that's why it becomes so key to plant a lot of these wildflower seeds this time of the year which is actually ideal you know very strange i know yeah you wouldn't think that's great yeah Yeah. (laughs) so you plant them now they go through the cold winters that we have here and then next spring boom Things start to grow. That's right. It starts to rock and roll. So we have this amazing opportunity where there are two acres of these wildflower prairie plants that are getting planted over there. And we are incorporating in all of the students over at Westlawn Elementary in helping plant the rest of this. So a lot of the seeds got planted last week. But the students from Westlawn are going to come out and help plant the milkweed seeds. Excellent. Yeah. So a, quite a crew. That's right. <laughs> Extensive <And> crew. <laughs> this week, every student at Westlawn Elementary, there were several hundred kids there, are going to come out and plant a handful of milkweed seed and maybe some other seed. I've got a whole handful of different kinds of species of wildflowers that they can help plant. Yeah, I was all excited. I thought you brought me some snacks, but apparently yeah, <laughs> I better yeah, not I, eat these. <laughs> I have a prop in front of me, uh, some of the wildflower seeds. And yeah, I mean, wildflower seeds are hugely diverse. Some of them are fluffy. Yeah. Some of them are big. Some of them are small. It all kind of depends on what different species they are. And so the students will get to hold these seeds and look at them up close yeah. and see like the different textures, the different shapes, how different seeds will disperse. Because yeah, sure, sure. Some of them go through the air, some drop to the ground through gravity, all different ways. And this bucket's ready to go. I mean, this is uh, from, from bucket to ground and we'll have some life. Uh, yep, that's, that's right. That's fantastic. I don't know if there's any pre-treatment or anything that you nope. had to do. No. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> just and, go. And these seeds need to get planted on the surface. They don't need to get worked into the ground. You actually don't want to work them into the ground because nature takes its course. The freezing and thawing cycle that we're going through oh, right now. Sure, sure, yeah. It's actually perfect because today it's not raining. We plant seeds today, tomorrow, and the rain will bring the seeds right down into the soil to get that really good soil contact and then that's my kind of planting because it doesn't sound like it requires a whole lot of work exactly (laughs) that is so my kind of planting yeah in fact the landscapers who were working on this project were a little perplexed at how easy this was to plant even though the seed is very expensive but really 
really is like this is nature this is what happens yeah. drops yeah. to the ground they take care of it themselves as long as we put the seed where we need it to go we'll be good to go that is fantastic so um after this uh planting uh goes on what other in the future what what does the future hold for this particular patch is that um you know i'm, I'm assuming there's a multi-tiered process that's going on here yeah so. do you mean for management or how we sure yeah that, well starting with the, yeah everything yeah. the well, basics yeah well we'll start with the management so next year um some of these seeds will grow and one of the questions i often get is well are we going to see a lot of flowers next year well, the, a lot of these plants are perennials, so they, mm -hmm. they grow over multiple years. And so, honestly, in, in the first year, there will be some that will flower, but a lot of them are going to sit and and kind of look a little dormant. But what they're doing is do, growing underground. Aha. Because in any <laughs> prairie, most of the plant structure is actually underground. It's not above ground. We see very little of it. So there are some prairie plants that can grow down 10, 20, 30 feet with their root systems, even though we only see a couple feet above ground. And so that's what I tell the kids. I was like, what they're doing right now is putting their roots down for long-term sustainable growth. And so in two years, we're going to have a really amazing wildflower patch. That's but next fantastic. year, it'll yeah. take, it won't be quite as wonderful as it will be two, three, four, even five years yeah. from now. Picture it in your imagination, kids, yes. <laughs> next year. That's right. <laughs> and it'll, be, it'll still be beautiful next year because there'll be things growing as opposed to right now which right. it's a giant right. mud pit honestly well, there's not you know. a lot out there to see <laughs> we're used to that here in wisconsin <laughs> um so uh, what else have you got uh, cooking uh, as we're you know running out of time here but i wanted to uh, which is a shame because this sounds like we I could uh, and i'm glad this will be a regular thing uh, because you have a lot uh, going on uh, is there anything just this week or the next couple weeks you have going on here that uh, we should know about that um, yeah well um one of the other things that i'm doing and trying to engage the community in all this outdoor education is i have an outdoor learning in the Berg um, speaker series uh, that I'm offering at all different locations around Cedarburg. We had the first one which actually highlighted this Faith Community Pathways project and talking about the importance of pollinators. Uh, the next one is going to be talking about how to get your families engaged with outdoor activities in the dark in Wisconsin in like <laughs> December because who really wants to go outside when it's dark out so it's actually going to be right here at the library. Oh, fantastic. Um, and yeah so that'll be just a really cool opportunity, I think, yeah. for people if they want to look for some ideas on what to do with your kids when it's dark out. Well, and just to yank the screens out of their hands is a yeah. feat unto itself. So that's been, is there a date and time for that? Then do you? Are you um, uh, not sure yet? Yes, <laughs> there is, but I don't want to get it wrong. I want to say okay. Yeah. Well, check and you know, and you can check the uh, cedarburglibrary.org calendar because I'm sure it'll be on our calendar. Yeah. So that's a good way of finding out. Um, well, this is all fantastic and exciting. I'm so glad you're on our uh, on our net waves here. This is uh, this is wonderful. Um, is there any way anyone can reach you if they have uh, questions or anything? Do you have a web presence they can see, kind of keep tabs on what you're doing? Since uh, obviously it's fun to. Yeah, you can look me up at the Cedarburg School, school District. My name is Thelma Heidel Baker. Um, usually, Doctor T doesn't show up there. Um, <laughs> Not yet. But, but you. <laughs> You can look there. I'm also on the River Edge Nature Center yeah. um, page, so you can reach me there as well. You do about half and half, like half at the school system, half there. No, nope, I'm full time at the Cedarburg School are, District. Oh, yep. Excellent, fantastic. Well, that's great. Well, we are really lucky to have you because uh, these are exciting projects and uh, necessary projects. So that's great. So thank you for coming by and uh, come back next week. We're going to do this on a weekly basis, and uh, you can find it on the CPL Radio podcast area, or you can find us also on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, and I'm getting used to this, as you can see. Um, we just started expanding this week, so uh, we're um, so wherever you like to listen to podcasts, you can find us. And thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 